0: Welcome back to The Edge. Hey, here are some headlines we are watching this week. Improvements on YouTube Studio are on the way. Google's well aware of PBM links that you're actually buying. Privacy focus changes from Google Ads. And is Google taking credit and sourcing itself on its own platform? You're listening to News from The Edge for the week of May 17th, 2021, here on Edge of the Web Radio.
1: From the Edge of the Web Studios, here's what we're looking at this week.
0: You want to get to that fourth article, don't you? You do, you do. But we're going to go through three of them before we pay up on that weird one. All right, this is Edge of the Web Radio. I'm your host, Aaron Sparks, from Site Strategic. Every week, we bring you some amazing guests to talk with and, well, to listen to. It's really not a two-way conversation. But we're talking about digital marketing trends that affect you in your digital marketing industry. So each week we're covering SEO, search engine optimization, and digital marketing news separate from our weekly interview podcast, uh, getting you more news to you more quickly so you can actually uh, Use it more for your digital marketing week. So check that out over at edgeofthewebradio.com, edgeofthewebradio.com. If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for joining us, and I apologize, you're about to meet Morty. Uh, welcome to <laughs> the Site Strategic Digital Marketing News Desk. Uh, digital Site Strategic is the title sponsor of the show. Uh, this is uh, the Digital Marketing News Desk of Edge of the Web Radio. Joining me, that uh, ominous laughter in the background, is the Morty Oberstein, SEO liaison of Wix. So treat the new ones kindly morty i mean i mean I, this is my new friends here
1: you you're creating bias. Now they'll never look at me with like a fair pair of eyes. And I'm, I'm automatically an ass hat. I get it.
0: <laughs> just trying to help them out there. Give them a little bit. I'm up.
1: proud of this by the way. I'm thank you for helping them. See me quickly.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm just trying to connect
1: yeah. connect the dots as I, quickly as possible. It's a great ho- great hosting job right there. <laughs>
0: also, I like
1: I like the tease that you do, right? You say that last little uh, uh that
0: last little yeah, what the last. hell is that gonna be? Ooh. <laughs>
1: oh, let me listen to the whole thing now.
0: Uh, exactly. I'm or trying fast to hook
1: forward to that one. Uh,
0: Oh crap! I can do that, can't? Do
1: that. Sorry, not don't, don't oh, in the morning. Oh jeez.
0: Yeah, that's right. They can do that. All right, fine. Well, we put the timestamps in there anyway, so they can bypass all this rigmarole right here. But who are you, and why are you doing on this show?
1: I don't know, and I don't know. <laughs> i just showed up here every week
0: exactly i don't know he's just, he's
1: just I'm, Morty t- over, I'm the official is on over at wix and they invite me on this show for reasons that are beyond me <laughs>
0: he's always like tapping on the glass of the studio <laughs> let me in two dollars <laughs> get that deep cut. i'm
1: basically here to dance like a monkey
0: <laughs> well we certainly right, appreciate so you, it. hey that's
1: what you said to andrew optimizing your previous episode oh you never know what morty's gonna say next that's, now i know why i'm here exactly not for my insights for my mind,
0: we have a little crank box. <laughs> Pop goes the more. So, yeah, I want my
1: own sound effect now.
0: <laughs> oh, we can do that.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: hey, if do you that. Did, if you didn't catch the May the fourth episode, we had some killer sound effects. We had lightsabers that was all good. over the place, so that was good. fun. But yeah, we'll get you your own sound effect. Morty. <laughs> in fact, we have probably have some background music that we could pull up. <laughs> anyway, he's the SEO liaison over at Wix, and Wix is a fantastic content management platform for your website. And uh – we always want to take a deep dive into our marketing news of the week because there's a lot of things that happen regularly, except for the last two weeks. We have no idea why there's no news. We appreciate everybody uh, churning up whatever they can here, but we're going to take a, take, take a couple of sw- uh, swipes at it here. From Social Media Today by Andrew Hutchinson, YouTube previews our upcoming improvements on the YouTube studio, including auto-generated title suggestions. So YouTube has actually shared some insight into its coming updates for its creator studio management platform. Including improved processes for uploading videos via mobile app and an expansion of its pre-published checking capacity to help creators avoid potential penalties. Because we know that there are some copyright infringement issues. There are a number of different issues that YouTube's regularly um, uh, in, I don't want to say improving, but they're evolving from policies and scrubbing content to uh, avoid copyright infringement. But uh, Jake. Did you have a look at this article by chance? No, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't have time yet. <laughs> I was fixing wires. <laughs> no, no worries. Anyway, look at, they're I'm looking look, at it now. Oh, they're looking to. Um, hey, you got firsthand, uh, you know, front seat. <laughs> <Live> react. <laughs> so we don't. Looking, we are
1: li- We don't. We don't want to actually prepare what we're going to talk about. <laughs> You're hey, the, not being informed. I, I would
0: like to argue that the lights are on, so I did prepare. The mics are on in the studio. We're not talking to dead <laughs> mics, so therefore, your job is done. Fantastic. All right. So, first off, Luke, uh, YouTube is actually looking to improve its upload default settings, which will see defaults added to the mobile post, uh, posting process and will also allow multiple upload templates, reducing the need for full data entry every time you publish a clip. All right, so that's good, especially from what we do over here. You've got my attention. There we go. There we go. YouTube will also soon enable users to clone their upload settings from a previous video, further expediting the posting process, particularly on mobile devices. So if you have certain types of templates, right, you can also have those as clonable uh, posting assets. And also, They're also looking to make it easier to manage content on the go by adding an option to upload videos from Google Drive. There's a nice sync right there. We're also, uh, for our dear listeners, we have a, a YouTube video for this entire podcast. So we actually throw this content up on screen. So if you join us over at the YouTube channel and we'll use one of these new templates to be able to help out and get more and more efficient as we roll this out. So uh, they have a Google Drive engagement there so you can actually uh, source your location of the files and then be able to access all from your shared videos or your business, your drive folder from anywhere, further expanding the posting options. And lastly, YouTube has uh, adding a pre-published check on mobile, which will bring it into line with a desktop app. So on the screen that you can see up there, uh, they have a pre-published check analyzing the content of the video for a range of potential violations, including copyright concerns, language red flags, uh, giving creators the opportunity to address things before they hit publish. And there's an actual Morty filter. I had no idea. that there was literally... I was going
1: to say, do you, we should probably run this podcast through the <laughs> filter. It's probably the same as the language filter isn't it
0: I, well yes
1: That's what i was gonna say <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they have a number of pre-published checks that they actually rolled out last september and they expended it in march now it's actually coming into mobile as well so you're going to be able to have all this function so I mean, there's been a lot you know You post via mobile and then all of a sudden you get flagged. You don't realize it got flagged and your video was held up for how many days before you got to your desktop. This gives you uh, additional functionality as well. They're also working on some more evolutions, uh, more futuristic video upload tools, uh, quote unquote, including auto-generated video descriptions and titles and AI tools to help improve video thumbnails. Now, this is what's interesting to me out of this entire – because I'm not really a video publisher. Out of all of this. Out of all of this is it's actually auto-recommending titles. So it's reading, it's it's listening, it's watching the video, and it's going to auto suggest titles that are going to be what better for the algorithm, right? So that's actually going to give you some feedback on, hey, you should really title it this way as opposed to this way, unless the algorithm hates you. Yeah, I bet I bet the initial titles are garbage, just like the uh, the, the the transcribing that it does with the closed captioning. <laughs> <Right>. I don't. <laughs> I love the, the, the you ever pull a YouTube
1: transcript. If you've never pulled a YouTube transcript, you have never lived. Oh my god! It, it, it actually it's amazingly understand anything.
0: It's it should, amazing. It should actually flag itself with the inappropriateness that it generates. Flag itself. It's incomprehensible. That What's really it gonna is. flag? Yeah, there's, there's some pretty much. Uh, some there's it's pretty.
1: There. I, I have tried, every every podcaster has tried this at some point to get away with the transcript by just pulling out the YouTube transcript and taking out the uh, the yep. timestamps yep. in there, right? Yep, absolutely. And then realizing about five minutes through, this is going to take way more time and cost you way more money than the other options out there.
0: Editing that sentence that you just generated for me is like, spend the money. <laughs> hours of work. Yep. We actually really like the script as a transcribing service and and Rev at times rev.com is actually really good. And they're not getting promotions so why am I even talking about it? I have no idea. Anyway, auto generation, this was was kind of creeping me out here. Auto generation of the titles that it's suggesting and tags that it's suggesting. Um yeah, to your point is—is is it algorithm centric? Is it wanting to actually promote you? I would think that that's part of the creative process that you should be putting into it, and maybe it's giving you a couple, you know, a couple training wheels to be able to get you going there.
1: I—I I mean, I can't imagine. I can't. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm a cynic. That that title is going to be as, assuming that you're a halfway decent writer, right? You know, a little bit of what you're doing is going to be halfway decent. First off, you how is Google considering the audience? Is it looking at it from ranking, from clicking perspective? Right. Maybe you have some brand um, presence that you wanna, you're wanna, you trying to go for with your videos. Maybe your videos, hey, you don't really care about ranking. You have such a big social media following. You throw a YouTube video on social media and everybody comes and follows it. Your title, your YouTube title that you're bringing in through the tag be, yeah. on social media might be speaking in a totally different way to a totally different kind of audience. So. I'm just curious to see how. I'm not going to say it's bad or it's good. I'm just curious to see how that how that actually looks.
0: I think they're just trying to help the novice user as opposed to uh, you know yeah. the, the more invested user out there. But you know, again, it's my cool. my my cool. interpretation of this. This is not really even for the user. Google's trying to understand this content by learning video, learning audio. It's trying to digest media. And if you can actually give feedback at that point, oh, well this is the title. No, 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 no. This is the title. You're actually giving a data point back to Google to understand that content and the the inflections and the the verbiage used a little bit better. So this is this is a beta test. They're rolling out uh, an AI understanding and you're just training the machine language better,
1: right? Here's an interesting little theory for you <laughs> or or a snack you want to call it that. And it goes, there's a patent that sort of speaks this a little bit. But when you give Google a title, or in this case, you give YouTube a title, you're offering YouTube information about your video. But what happens when YouTube says, let me read this transcript. Mm -hmm. Let me go through your video here. And while I will leave your title alone, that's what we'll show. But we will, on the the back end, we will create our own title that Mm. we think is better than your title. And that's what we're going to use to actually understand your content. And you never even know.
0: Dude, did he just do that? Yes, I like, just they, want to like, that's hold, like the in, where's that's my, like my, a, I need
1: an foil a hat.
0: That is like the hollow earth theory right there.
1: But I'm not saying it like that. <laughs> I'm saying I
0: wonder if Google is doing
1: that. I don't I I don't think they are doing that. I wonder if they could do that. Yeah. And if at some point they would do that, and if they didn't tell you they're doing that, that would cause a lot of confusion. He's just very here. theoretical
0: here. He's just asking questions. Also, the <laughs> earth is flat. <laughs> the hollow YouTube theory. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well think about that.
1: Could they have that YouTube theory is? It's your it's your it's a number of Number of views you have in your view, in your video were just flat. Wow,
0: wow, nice. All right, well, there's there's uh, we chased off all of our uh, new users uh, that just jumped on the podcast. And ten or minutes. they're like
1: this Morty guy is so great. Let me keep listening. What's the next story,
0: Aaron? <laughs> next story is <laughs> over at Search Engine Land. Google Ads announced privacy focused changes on Analytics Tag Manager and enhanced conversions in a Google marketing live stream preview announcement of upcoming product launches. Viday Srivetsan, un- uh, unpracticed, hopefully I nailed it, uh, vice president of engineering over Google Ads, wrote about machine learning and Google Analytics, consent mode for tag manager, and enhanced conversions with first-party data. So uh, Morty's all over this. So Morty, what's yeah. this all about? <laughs>
1: Oh, this is totally <laughs> my thing. Because by the second I hear Google as I don't completely tune out. Yeah, I was
0: wondering if he was actually going to be sleeping through this one.
1: All right. No, I, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Carolyn, okay? I love you. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. All right. I hope you yeah, out. Yeah. Aaron's got to take this one. I All get right. it. You can't, you can't have the cookies. You can't have the cookies. You can't have the data. They got to figure out another way how they're actually doing it. Aaron, I'm turning the mic over to you. <laughs> All that's right, so we,
0: <laughs> we know that uh, third-party cookies are going to be gone uh, the way of the dodo here soon. And Google announced at G4, GA4 last year, uh, which includes uh, a conversion modeling that's going to be a close closing the measurement gaps that you would see from the linear uh, conversion tracking with third-party cookies. So they're getting better insights into con- the customer behavioral analysis data as privacy becomes more of a concern. For users. So, in the announcement uh, just this last week, uh, Google said they're extending their advanced machine learning to behavioral and analytical reporting in Google Analytics. So, which is really interesting because if we, even if you're not running ads, to be able, be able to see more and more conversion goals and behavioral a- analytics, you're going to be able to see a good deal more insight on your user as you come into the website. So, that said, they're also tightening up the consent mode inside of Google tag manager as well. So consent mode helps advertisers in the EU and UK adjust how Google tags users based on their individual consent status. So we know the GDPR issues of, of consent to be tracked. If a user does not consent to the use of cookies, consent mode uses conversion modeling, which we're seeing in GA, to be able to help marketers measure the customer decision journey instead. So it is garbage in, garbage out. If you don't have a well articulated website to be able to see the paths of conversion. For example, if you have a form that doesn't take to take you to a receipt page or any particular thank you page Google Analytics is going to be kind of blind, but you do have these two different factors working to be able to understand the behavior of the user without consent cookies, right? So they're kind of getting consent without consent. Is that what I'm understanding? But you throw in the, the next factor of Flock, which is this cohort that is built to be able to understand behavior the modeling at a tag cloud, uh, kind of a group tagging dynamic. So th- there are three different things happening to try to understand user behavior. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> I am watching Morty. Just like. <laughs> yeah, I'm you, just sitting here rolling my eyes. I'm not doing
1: anything. Yeah, like, oh, you're
0: <laughs> doing something right there. So uh, there are three different initiatives to be able to figure out the user because Google is not going to be honoring third-party cookies anymore. So... They're trying to understand your user so you can actually see that traffic, see that see that behavior that would then go to conversion to be able to model and run ads towards that same type of behavior again and again and again. All right. Hopefully I did it some justice here. Uh, you got all that, Morty? Can you give us a, a quick uh, brief on that?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, who said you eat my cookies? <laughs> That's all I took away from that. I'm sorry. <laughs> all
0: right. So, for everybody on the ad side of things, uh, Morty doesn't want right. to play with nightmare. you whatsoever. <laughs> I'm <am> completely <laughs> useless. Completely. Anyway, it's ongoing. No, no. I honestly know that
1: was a very good explanation. Thank you for
0: explaining that No, oh, it wasn't. I, I I chased my tail around on this one. It's
1: insane. How does anybody keep track of this stuff? I don't know.
0: Uh, Carolyn's there, and we trust Carolyn her. Carolyn takes
1: care of it. She keeps track of it.
0: All right. So, uh, you know. Uh, we also want to make sure that uh, you know who takes care of our marketing over here at Site Strategics, That's us, a uh, continued sponsor of edge of the web. And we are the Agile Digital Marketing Pioneers. So our focus is omni-channel digital marketing, uh, as well as omni-channel media broadcast to the extent of what you're hearing and watching right now. So our focus is results-based marketing that actually works. We're an iterative agile company that actually works on multiple campaigns uh, at a client basis and be able to give exact measurements on behavior of those campaigns and steerage as well, month over month. So if you're interested in what we can do for you, you can can contact us at 877 736 4932. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. So, with that, uh, let's shift over to our third article here. We got uh, PBNs, and PBNs are getting pretty obvious, says John Mueller over at Search Engine Roundtable by the Barry Swartz. Can't get through a show without talking about Barry. Um, and yeah, I saw what you, you did in the show notes there, uh, Morty, you actually blame me for this one anyway, No, because
1: you're always saying, oh, Barry's in every episode we can get through an episode without Barry, which first off, why would you want to get through an episode without Barry? I'm saying, and then I said to you in the show notes, this time it's your fault because you brought this article in.
0: <laughs> well, it was a good one. I mean, it, it is.
1: No, I'm all for Barry. I love Barry.
0: Well, it was a good article too. I mean, he's bringing in the good information. I'm just not doing also, it for the gift.
1: Barry's gift game is or GIF for all you people out there who get it wrong. That, <laughs> nice. Barry's GIF game is getting pretty
0: good. Yeah, he is doing pretty good. So follow, follow Barry on uh, at Rusty Brick on Twitter. Uh, so he uh, brings up this article. Google's John Mueller said that finding link schemes in PBNs, public blog networks is easy and nobody has to link a PBN to Google for Google to actually know about it. He said they're pretty obvious to the with the appropriate tools and basic scripts. So uh, on a Twitter thread from uh, Sharam Rob. Rabari, he added, uh, there's nothing unique about PBM's. This, this individual actually uh, gave him a, a quick tweet. If PBM is leaked, will Google Eyes penalize that site or eliminate the effects of the link? And uh, John responded, usually nobody has to leak a PBM because it's pretty obvious to the appropriate tools and basic scripts. And uh, he went on to say, uh, uh, Sharam did, if uh, PBN is actually found by Google, will there be a penalty for that site? And John doubled down and said, there's nothing unique about PDMs. They're just link schemes like others that have been for many, many years. Uh, I put that extra many in there. We respond to link schemes in a variety of algorithmic and manual ways. We have a lot of practice, and much of it is fully automated. So, just a, a quick sidebar here: If PBMs are part of your uh, inbound marketing tactics, you might actually want to rethink that. Seeing that John Muse saying, "You know what? We've done it for years. There's nothing new under the sun. You don't have to link it. We already know." That's pretty much what the, what they're saying there, right?
1: Right. And then, of course, you have the black at SEO community saying, no, 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 we'll show you all the statistics that clearly point to PBNs being an absolutely fantastic way yep. to fool Google. I mean, it's, it's a pretty silly, I, personally, I'm, it's a pretty silly argument, especially long term. Google figures it out, Google knows. Right. By the way, um, I'll read to you a little tweet from Jerry White, who is hosting SEO chat about links. But oh, it's cool. avowing links. All right. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. He writes, there are so we got into this a little bit on Twitter today. He says, there are examples where people have effectively created PBN that isn't Black Hat. Publisher Networks, for instance, Verizon Media, for instance, owns Engaged Net and Eng- Engaged Net. I get that totally wrong. Engaged Get and hundreds of other sites. This isn't Black Hat SEO, despite the fact that they all link to each other. So hmm. there's a little bit of a cliche about oh all PBNs are black hat mm. there are legitimate PBns but yeah the ones that you're thinking of are black hat don't 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 do that
0: no don't do that yeah. okay something else that we uh, would like maybe Google not to do <laughs> A fourth article here and that's not really a news item uh, something that Morty caught and uh, wanted to bring it in uh, to our uh, broadcast here all right so from Brian Frizzleban uh, on Twitter right Frizzlyban. Twitter account is type underscore SEO. He says, Google is really giving itself all the credit these days. Hard to say where this content is actually coming from, but it still looks shady to me. I I do see some other sites with the exact copy, but who knows? All right, so we're going to throw this up on the screen. This is a knowledge panel of a search for Svalbard, right? Is Nor- this,
1: this podcast episode is like amazing with names. Now,
0: I just want to see the YouTube uh, <laughs> closed caption on He's this. Say Svalbard is garbage. <laughs> so a, Svalbard is a title. it's a Norwegian archipelago, right, between mainland Nor- Norway and North Pole. All right, here's the deal: is that in the screen capture you'll see, and we got it zoomed up on the screen. Uh, there's an entire breakdown of content and the northern lights are visible during winter, summer brings the midnight sun, sunlight 24 hours a day, hyphen Google. Google is actually referencing itself as the citable source for this knowledge panel. All right. So what's the deal here? Well, usually Google's actually referencing the content and where it gets the content from. So we found where it got its content from. Okay. It came from uh, a a site called what was that? BetterMoments.com film scenes fall bar. uh Okay, so here's the deal: is that it's coming from a better, BetterMoments.com site. Okay, exact string of characters, and I even have it in in yellow right here. Google's giving me a highlight right here. Right Then it, then it added – the knowledge panel added its own additional piece of content, and then Google cited itself. So why – Right. The, so
1: like that first sentence comes from that site, and then exactly. the rest of it probably I, – I would imagine if you Google the other sentences individually, you would mm-hmm. find other sites.
0: Correct. Exactly. So what's going on here is that – oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is the amalgam of this entire quote now – The property of Google is it citing itself because it did the build of these three sentences together? Is that what we're understanding? GPT three, GPT (laughs) three. So uh, it was a good find, and uh, I, I would certainly implore let's have a look and see if we can find any other uh, Google, Google Google citing its own self out there. But um, you know, it's also tied directly to Google uh, Flights as well, right? So you have the entire network of uh, utilization services for Google. I'm just just pointing out here. You know what? You might want to actually give the citable source of where you got that that content, Google, because this is n- another step too far in my humble opinion. Morty?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously they need to cite the correct sources in, in this case. Mm-hmm. Again, I will push and say it's not nefarious. I know I has lost five followers on Twitter. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not nefarious. I mean, Skynet didn't know that it was evil when it was actually starting to, to be created,
1: right? Totally parallel example. A fictional <laughs> income <thing from> terminator movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you,
0: you, you, re- you referenced Arnold, so I mean... You, hey. You, you <laughs> said you eat my cookies. <laughs> you um,
1: it out. <laughs> we should totally drop that now. <laughs> <That's> um, <so. laughs> no, but look, it, it clearly seems that they're they're scraping content from multiple sources, mm-hmm. putting it all together, kind of like you would have. it Seems like you know, like an AI writer kind of thing going on here. Right. Hey, let's feed it into the machine. Let's have it scrape content from multiple places, spit it back out. Right. And instead of citing those multiple sources, it's saying Google that's obviously a problem i get that it shouldn't be that way i would imagine if they end up doing something that officially Mm -hmm. you gotta think they're gonna put the links there sure sure so probably be like those in links i would imagine which is not great but whatever it's just interesting to see them do something like this i think that's the bigger story that they're not just looking at one piece of content wikipedia pulling it out done They're experimenting with pulling content from all different kinds of sources and conglomerating it together into one uber source of information about Svalbard.
0: And that's exactly, and that was the one experiment we've seen. We have no idea. Google's going to rewrite everything, guys. Just wait. This it happened at Svalbard. We can we can draw the line, right? (laughs) Can I do a remote from Svalbard? (laughs) I'll report. You guys, let me you know what I see. On I don't know. It could very well be inside of Google by the by the time you get there.
1: Isn't that where Thor lives?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm a DC fan. Okay, what's happening? Oh, uh, what's happening this week in SEO chat? Matt Jerry White.
1: Yep. Posting. Yep. About disavowing links because there's been some new chatter. If you see that there, Marie Haynes wrote an article. Yep. This Twitter chatter about. When and how to go about disavowing links? So that's what we're talking about in SEO chat at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Thursday on Twitter.
0: Excellent. So with that, we certainly recommend our listeners jump over there because it's always an interesting conversation, and I'm sure this one is going to be something that everybody wants to listen to. Because do you need a disavow a weekly disavow process? What's the what are we what are we seeing from truly measurable results as you go in? You know, there's, there's certainly uh, different schools of thought that that doesn't even yep. need to be done because of the automatic nature of uh, SkyNet, I mean, Google.
1: That's why SEO chat is a pure learning experience meant solely as a learning experience and a place to That's engage awesome. with others from the SEO community.
0: <laughs> All right, so with that, do you have an open mic this week as well? Of course, open mic
1: SEO with Paul Shapiro. Oh, We're talking cool. data science, data insights, and their application to SEO on Clubhouse. On Wednesday, wow. May nineteenth at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, open Mike SEO on Clubhouse.
0: Jeez, did you hear that? Uh, that was almost that was almost professional there. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> Paul Shapiro is fantastic. He is next. Yes, he is amazing. next level. Yeah, I mean, and, absolute genius. And ask him about board games, man. I will. You can ask him. You should come. I will try my best. I think. I think I can, but uh, I may be a little bit late. But I'll see if I can uh, jump in there. If I got you do it right. Okay. He might send you a. It's not just send game. Jacob. Yeah, I'll send yeah. <laughs> Jacob. He, he he's reviewed like four hundred board games. games. I don't know if you knew that. I did it not is know that. Freaking crazy, That's man. Crazy. <laughs> not me, Paul. Yeah, I know. I was, I was, you said, said Jacob, and then you said he's Jacob, no Ford. one thought it was you. No, no, if you were doing that, I was I wondering. checkers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I go fish. All right, I'm going to pull this madness to uh, – to, I'm just pulling this car over, guys. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We do appreciate it. That's it for edge news this week. Make sure that you listen to the, uh, the Andrew optimize podcast that we just dropped this week, as well as the upcoming Morty, uh, not Morty. We're done with Morty, uh, <laughs> Roger Monty episode this week as well. Uh, Morty, that's always a pleasure. We certainly appreciate you coming on board here. And, uh, now we can mute this mic so we can get out of here scot-free, right? All right, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and get updated when we go live with our show as well as as when we drop down, uh, drop our video pieces in there. From all of us over at Edge, stay safe, stay well, and do not be a piece of Cyber Driftwood.